Welcome to the May the Smoke Be With You podcast. And now here's your host, Joe Levitt. Welcome to the Made the Smoke Be With You podcast. Our guest today is a true renaissance man when it comes to outdoor cooking. Born in Argentina and now residing in Texas, he thrives over the open fire, cooking meats in a way that combines the traditions of his homeland and his current homeland, Texas. Please welcome into the May the Smoke Be With You podcast, Al Fergoni. Al, how are you? Hey, what's up? Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Uh, my, Thank you for that. My pleasure. Hey, you know what? I worked. I worked really hard on that. I hope. I hope you're pleased. <laughs> you made me feel uh, important. You know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you you are important. I tell you one thing. You you intimidate me. Uh, you know there, because you know there's you know I follow you, uh, you know on Instagram, and you know I follow a lot of you know just barbecue type accounts. But you you're you're different. Uh, you are. Uh, you are an open flame guy and that that's different to me and that that scares me and intimidates me and you make it look so easy you really do well that is that is, actually it is easy right uh, and what you say is very truth you know uh, actually I started all this because I was trying to sell open fire grills that that's what my my uh, my first uh, idea when I started with all this was to sell open fire grills and uh, and people. That's the third, th- the first thing that I noticed is that like people are intimidated on open fire, right? And, mm-hmm. uh, but they shouldn't, right? Because it's like open fire is all managing the, that fire, right? It's like when you and people that smoke already and they grill in, in different grills. Um, sometimes they tell me like, "Hey Al, you have to teach me how to do." He said, "No, no, I don't. I have to give you like." four or five tips and that's it, right? You, you, yeah. you're good to go. And, and it's true, right? It's honestly, it's true. I, I've been in the last two years, I've been in the process to people or, or like following with guys that buy one of my grills or, or with teaching my friends or even here, my neighbors, right? And, and, and first of all, everybody loves the open fire. And second, they, they catch up very fast. And once you're in it, like my t-shirt says, can you read it? Open fire grilling is not a way of cooking. It is a way of life. Yeah, absolutely. I, I could see that. <laughs> yeah. And, and so that's, uh, once you're in, you, you just, you don't turn back. Is it, is it that kind of experience? Well, yes, but it's not like, uh, it's not like you're going to stop cooking like you took, like you normally cook, right? It's like, it's, it's something else that you're going to do. You know, it's, it's not that you, it's not like you, okay, now I'm doing open fire. I'm not going to smoke anymore. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to cook with the, I don't know, with the egg anymore. It's not right. like that. You just add something else to your to your way of cooking, right? It's like, like I, for me, it was the opposite, right? I, I, I knew open fire and I came to Texas eight years ago and I get obsessed. I got obsessed with smoking. I just like, I was smoking every, you know, and now I still smoke. I still use, you know, different techniques. But again, that's the beauty about barbecue, right? You have to, it's not the one thing or the other. You can do everything. Right. Well, I, I think, you know, part of part of your story that I'm intrigued by is is just how you got to Texas. So I, I'd love to kind of go back. You're from from Argentina. Yes. I would I, I would love to hear uh, just kind of that story of 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 what what cooking looked like as a child for you. Like what what was did you grow up around cooking? Yeah. Uh, 
and and yes. what was what was that like back in Argentina? Well, Argentina is everything is around life is around the fire. Everything the asado we call it asado, right? Asado is the national dish. Is mm-hmm. how we socialize. Is what we do since we were born. Is is uh, when somebody's birthday we do an asado. Uh, somebody's baptism we do an asado. It's like a it's, it's, it's not just a meal. It's, it's a way you, we, we, again, we socialize. It's a cultural thing. If somebody came, let's say you're coming to Argentina or you're going to Argentina, you know, it's somebody's house and the first thing that you know, somebody's they're going to make you an asado. It's, it's our way to show us, to welcome you, you know, not, not only foreigners, right? Even, you know, it's like when you meet somebody right. and you start, you know, getting, getting along with somebody, you know, it's like, okay, hey, man, we need to make an asado sometime, you know. Get together the families, you know. It's like again, it's it's culture, right? I grew up, and it's not me. Everybody, every single body is from from the. It's not a class thing. Everybody does it, you know. From from the lower classes to the even the richest people, everything does it, right? Different grills, different techniques, but but it's like different days, right? In my family, mm-hmm. it was Sundays, you know. Somebody's family is like Wednesdays and <laughs> other Saturdays, right? But it's like a very traditional. Uh, and then you do it with your family and brothers and sisters and stuff, and and then you do the big asado when your grandpa comes and the uncle, you know, it's like. But again, it's I grew up like that, and and I'm being the third kid, right? It's like normally your dad makes asado, right? And if your dad is not there, your oldest brother makes asado, right? But it's kind of like it's not a rule, but you know, it's it's kind of like a that's the culture, right? It, it, like right. It passes right. down. The, the next oldest is exactly. kind of the, the, so, the keeper of the flame is the next oldest. You know? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Kind of like that. And then, you know, you start you start like growing up, like when you're 15, 16, and then you start making your asado with your friend, right? It's like you get together and, and then you start cooking with your with your own friends. And that, that's how it started, right? And, and we used mm-hmm. to, when we were like teenagers, we used to make an asado, get together, make an asado, of course, drink, and then go to the club. But that was... <laughs> Believe it or not, it's like that, right? It's like, okay, let's get together. But when you're a teenager, you never have money, right? It's, a, it's money is always short, so you right. know you just like buying whatever you can get your hands on, right? Or, or somebody else bring, you know, like something from your house, right? Just get yeah. some meat, and then we get you all together and we cook something. But yeah, it's so, like that, and yeah. So uh, asado is asado. Uh, is that barbecue or yeah, is asado, it? Yeah, it's, asado is like saying barbecue. Yeah, it's, it's so same, so it same. is. It is. Is it any kind of meat? Because you said no, it's, no, a, it's it's a national dish. Is it? Uh, is it? Well, what, what it's, t- it's an, yeah. It's asado is asado is the barbecue. Asado contains a lot of cuts of meat. You know, diverse. You know, but uh, it's normally like it's always like the kind of the same, but not the same, right? But you can somebody. But if you say let's go and say make an asado, that means starters. They mean meat. They mean you know some people do more this kind of meat than the other one. But it's it's a whole the whole ritual, right? So so the you're you're going to show up to an asado spread is going to be yeah. sausages. Yeah. It's going to be chicken. Lamb. Could be yeah. beef, goat, everything. Uh, yeah, every you know all different kinds of things and different families might have yeah, mainly, a specialty. Mainly beef. Mainly beef. Is mainly beef. Okay. Mainly beef. In Argentina, I like, actually, I was googling that the other day, like uh, I don't know, a, a few months ago. And you know, Argentina is the is the highest beef consumption per capita in the world. Even like, even ahead uh, of Texas. 
beef, right? Not meat in general. Yeah. Beef. I, I don't know. It was by country. I don't know Texas, but uh, you know, listen to this. Argentinians eat 120 pounds of beef a year oh, per capita. That, that's counting the vegetarians, the vegans. You don't have a lot of those. <laughs> We don't have a lot of those, but uh, but yeah, it's counting as per capita. It's insane. But they, but they, those do bring the averages down. The vegans bring exactly, bring the average yeah, down. Exactly. That's what that's I mean. Right. So normally, bro, is more. <laughs> that's great. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Beef, beef is again culturally is is what Argentina does best, right? With the agriculture in Argentina and, and cattle and stuff is is, is huge. Argentina yeah. is we produce a lot. Of, it's a big country, and we produce a lot of a lot of uh, of meat. The weather is very good there, so we have we have two crops a year, right? We don't have snow. Well, oh, okay. we have on the south, right? On the Patagonia, we have, but it's not it's not that bad. We gotcha. don't have extreme heat either, so. So it's can, uh, yeah. it sounds kind of perfect, really. It is. Argentina is a beautiful place. And it's it's beautiful. Actually, it's a big country too. It's like a, I think it's the eighth con- largest country in the world. A lot of people don't know that. And, and it's spread like this, right? Like north to south. Very so, long, so right. In the north, you have the, the border with Brazil. We have a rainforest and monkeys. And in the south, we have glaciers and penguins. It's, uh, oh, wow. it's pretty diverse. Yeah, deserts. It's big. That's crazy. Now, yeah, so but you enough, said... enough with Argentina, man. I don't want to... You made me talk about Argentina. I can be all day talking about it. <laughs> no, I, I love it. I, I, I mean, it's 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 made you who you are today, and, and it colors, yeah. I think, what you you do day to day. So you grew up in a family, uh, dad, mom, you yeah. you, were, you said you were the third. How many how many total in your family? Five. Five in total. Yeah, I was in the middle. Okay. Do you have that middle child syndrome? You know, do you yeah. just... Yeah. A hundred percent. No, nobody likes me. <laughs> oh, that's so sad. So when, you know, growing up, you were third in line to the grill, uh, you know, amongst the, the, the kids. What, when did you, when did you realize that you really liked being around the fire? Uh, and did all your family have an equal love for it and you were, you were fighting or, was, or was it different for you? No, actually, it's not kind of like that. It's it's more like uh, who who likes to do it, right? Normally, mm-hmm. the, the the oldest one is. But let's say my group of friends, right? I have two friends that they will love it doing asado. So th- then you let them you let them do it, right? Uh, that's right. another another thing that is very important to know about that tradition is that whoever's make the asado makes the asado. Nobody touches, uh-huh. right? If you want to okay. keep all your fingers, nobody touches the asado. So it's like. If somebody's doing it, you don't you don't even comment, right? It's like okay, you know, like hey, I think you need to flip that. No, that's no. offensive. No, no, but no, it's like that's why when I started here um, cooking with the guys here, right? It's like I have to, I had to, right? Listen, dude, it's not a ego thing. It's not. A, I'm not getting mad, but you know, I'm uh, I'm making the salad, and, and and it's all about feeling the salad, right? I don't I don't use them the thermometer. I don't have a mm. I, I can't you know open fire you can't regulate the temp the temperature right so it's everything right. is about feeling it's about you know the the time sense that you put it you know the, the, the how it looks how it smells how it touched you know how it feels so if somebody touches you know the your meat or flip it then you lose all that truck right that you have in your head mm-hmm. so and and, I, so, and and we don't like them we don't like people touching our grills either so. But that's that's what I say, you know, to to be nice, right? Not to be an asshole, right? <laughs> so you, but you, you know, you do. I see on on Instagram, you do a lot of these live fire cooks 
collaborations. Yes. You get yes. a lot of folks together. Uh, so yes. that had to be a really big mind shift for you to be, you know, cooking. I just saw oh, you the the, the no, video no, that. Yes, I know what you I know what you mean. No, because but but we are very organized, right? I actually organized. Okay, I said, okay, who's who wants to cook first, right? I, I want to cook. I, yeah, I mean, it's okay. So I like last time, right? I I, I divide everybody. Okay, you you know, Mike and, and Mel. Mel was in charge of the of the pigs. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I, I was I was in charge of the cow. You know, we, we cook the whole steer, and, and and we put teams, right? Because it's like I got a team with five with me and Javi, Javi big halves, and then you know the Cali the Cali boys. They have all the the, the chickens and the on the, the the other grill, the, the most visual grills. You know that when you hang all the veggies and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we organize ourselves to to everybody cook something, right? And you have to know in those big events we had 500 people coming. So if wow. you don't, are not organized, it's a chaos. Yeah, you right? can't. So. Yeah, you can't do that yourself. You know for sure. No, 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 no way. No. But you know, I saw like a video recently, uh, David Olson, Live Fire Republic, uh, of you mm-hmm. and and Mel, Dark Side of the Grill, up in Michigan, uh, cooking. Yep. Uh, you know, a, a a pig, I think, over yeah. op- open fire. That was that was crazy. Yeah. That was a great looking cook, but you guys just went into it as a team, just kind of knew yeah, yeah, what yeah. everybody's role well, was. So yes. you, you weren't a jerk that day. You no, were you no, know, no, yelling at people. Well, but, but, yeah, but, yes, a little? I, I wasn't because a little? Was, uh, no, 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 no. Because when you cook whole animals, it's, it's different, right? Uh, when you cook whole animals, it's like you're gonna cook it for five hours, right? Mm-hmm. And somebody has to say, okay, now it's ready to flip, right? Somebody has to call the shot, right? It's like, somebody has right. to be in charge of that, right? In that case, no, because we were like having fun, shooting a video, right? And, and, and David is very professional and how he films and everything, you know? So he always says like, the camera eat first, right? So so it's more about the, the content, right? And the, you can do both, right? The, pri- the priority is the, is the camera, right? Right. If the sun, you know, the sun is going down. Okay, we have to need to speed it up, right? It's because we're losing light. So, yeah, but that was that was a fun trip. You know, I'm from Michigan originally. Uh, I know that that area that you guys were in, and it's uh, it's beautiful. And and folks, if they've never if they've never been to Michigan, they they have no idea just uh, how pretty it can be. No, I I was I was impressed. It's beautiful. So growing up, so you're in Argentina. Uh, mm-hmm. when, when did you leave and, and where, where did you go? Well, um, I'm going to try to make it short, right? So I don't bore everybody, but I, I was, uh, I was in my twenties, <laughs> early twenties. And, uh, and then I decided to, I, I wanted more, right? I, I actually had my own business at the time, like in advertising stuff, promotions. And then I okay. like, uh, and, and then I decided to move. To Italy, I'm 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 part Italian, right? My 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 family is from Italy, so I went there to to visit the f- first time in Europe, like a backpacker, right? And I spent um, I spent like a, almost two years like traveling through Europe, right? Just working wow. here, there. That's what I wanted to see, right? The Europe. I, I I spent time with my family there. Then I went to Spain, and then traveling through Spain to the south of Spain, um, I took a ferry. And I, I cross the Mediterranean and I go to Morocco, right? Okay. Uh, in Morocco, believe it or not, I met my Texan wife. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible! So I met her. Yeah, I met I met her there. Then we, you know, 
uh, we traveled from Morocco and then we went back to Spain and then we decided to travel around. We went to Portugal and then she, she went back to Houston because she was uh, finishing. Uh, she's an architect, so she had to finish school. So she came back to Houston and, and we fell in love. So I started like, you know, I was, uh, I was in Spain calling her all the time. And the, and the original idea was like she finished school and then she moved. And we, we both wanted to move to Italy. But then, um, but then you know, things happen. And then I, I traveled to Houston. We stayed there for six months. We got married there because we were like kind of crazy. Yeah. And then, and then we went to Argentina. That I, I was like, um, for two years, I wasn't in Argentina. So we went, you know, I like imagine my family, right? I, I left and I came back two years later, married with an American, with a Texan. <laughs> And, um, you, and you told them worked. before you showed up, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, actually, <laughs> actually, when we were going to get married, I said, "Okay, we're going." No, no, it's tomorrow. What the hell? My dad was. Like, <laughs> he wasn't yeah, very we, happy, I bet. Yeah, well, they, they were happy for me, right? But and then and yeah. then uh, she she went back, and I was staying in Argentina to fix, you know, fix some stuff, you know, organizing our trip to Italy, you know, and then some some things happen. It's boring to tell you about it, but. Uh, <laughs> Long story, you know, the politics in Argentina, like always, uh, something happened, you know. It's right. Like, uh, and then she, um, and then I stayed like five months in Argentina, and then she came, she came for, uh, what's uh, spring break, I remember. And then she told me, hey, I see you, that you're good here, you're, you know, and she loved it in Argentina, she really liked it. I said, if you want, we can try in Argentina, right? Yeah. If you want, I don't mind. And so for me, going to Italy or Argentina, for me, it's like, to, I have to learn the language. Uh, I don't mind, right? So I said, okay, let's try in Argentina. And, and 13 years later, we decided to to move back to Texas. Yeah, but uh, yeah, wow. we, stayed, we stayed 13 years there. Yeah. But the kids, you know, they were born. Uh, as soon as they were born, we would take it to, we took them to the embassy. We make them Americans. And, and kind of the deal with my wife was like, okay, we live in Argentina, but we go every year to, to the U.S., yeah. So that's what we did. We came every year uh, to visit mainly Texas, and I, I started falling in love with Texas. Right? And yeah. I started getting like, and again, and Argentina, you know, this the, even if we, we, I still have business in Argentina. We were good, you know, financially we were good, but you know, Argentina with, with, with everything around you is going to shed, you know, even if you're doing good, it's kind of like, you know, and, and my kids were. You know, half American, so I was start thinking, okay, and and my decision to move finally to the Texas was a hundred percent for for my family. Yeah, do you want to raise them there in a in a country that has a little bit more political turmoil? Yeah, f- future a little bit more uncertain, or do you want to come yeah, to exactly. America exactly. with? Yeah, that was that was a good. Well, if 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 my kids were Argentinians, I wouldn't think about moving, not even once, right? But right. I would stay there, but because they were. I, it was like kind of the opposite, right? I started thinking because of my selfishness that I want to live in Argentina. I'm letting all my family live in Argentina that they, we probably be living in the U.S. Mm. That is probably a better life, you know, but you're going to never know, right? Because it's, right. again, you never know. But uh, on, on the, you know, the theory says that, you know, they have more future in a country like here. But again, you never know, right? Probably. Right. Now, how many uh, how many kids do you have? Three, yeah. Three boys, girls. Two boys and a girl. All a right. Girl in the middle, so so it's, it's protected. 
<laughs> one on either side. That's exactly, great. Yeah. So you, uh, you, you went from, you know, Argentina, a great, uh, you know, wine producing country, amazing Malbec, uh, there to Italy. Are you a wine guy then? Yeah. 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 In Argentina. Yeah. That's, that's what we do. Red wine and red meat. That's all we do. <laughs> like now, now you're in Texas and to, to be in Texas, I mean, it feels like you're, you know, you're, you're drinking shiners and, and smoking meats. Like, is that, uh, is that, is that literally what you have there? <laughs> That's hilarious. He pulls a shiner out of the koozie. That's yeah. great. So you've, you've adapted well. You've, uh, the, yes, the Texan, yes. the inner Texan in you is, is, is coming out. Uh, yeah. And, and I said it in a video that I posted a few, a few days ago, I, but it's true. Argentina and Texas, they're very different places, but they're very similar. Hmm. Culturally, is different, but the uh, but the essence of the of what people like here and there is the same. For example, here is a, we have the, the cowboy the cowboy culture, the ranch culture. We in Argentina mm-hmm. is the same, but we, we call them gauchos. The gauchos, gauchos, yeah. right? The same as a cowboy. The ranch, the outdoor living, the, you know, like a big asados, right? Like a mm-hmm. eight eight ten hour asados. Here it happened too that passion for, for outdoor living, you know, people being super open and friendly, right? And here in Texas is everybody's very nice. Right. Yeah. In, except the big cities like Dallas or Houston, everything in, in Texas is everybody's super nice and open and welcoming. Right. And in, in Argentina is the same. Does Argentina have that same Texas has a very, uh, there's a lot of pride, I think, in in Texans. I'm sure you've oh. discovered that people from Texas take a lot of pride in being from Texas. Yes. Is that is that similar? Is that is that a similar, a very uh, pride of yes. being an Argentinian? Yes, we are in in Argentina. But but the, the, I think the big difference is Texans are the Texas pride is justified. Argentinian not so much. <laughs> but I don't want I don't want to sound bad. But Argentinians we. Yes, we believe we are the best in everything, right? That's yes. why other countries in South America they don't like us, right? Because they say like Argentina, yeah, we know everything. We are we are the best in everything, right? It's yeah. like, <laughs> but it's not, it's, it's not, uh, yeah, yeah, that's... kind of not, not not so much as a Texan, right? But Texas, Texas, that proud that you just explained. The crazy part is like, I feel it, right? I'm. Mm-hmm. I'm proud. When I talk to my friends in Argentina, I talk about Texas, and, I, and I'm proud of Texas, and I feel part of Texas. You know, a lot of people ask me about their interest in my, you know, my Italian, you know, culture because I, I'm, I'm both sides of my family are Italian, and I tell them I feel more Texan than Italian. You know what I mean? And that's mm. that's the cool thing about this place, right? Texas makes I don't know it's again. I don't live in so many places, but never, never happened to me that I, a place make me feel, and the people of that place make me feel so part of. So, again, I'm proud of being a Texan. Like, I'm right. more proud to be a Texan than Italian, right? It's like, it's, yeah, it's, that, crazy. it's crazy what happened, you know? It's like, yeah, there, there is something, you know, from the, from the outside, you know, being in, in Tennessee, there is something about that, uh, that tennis, that Texas pride, that Texas spirit. Like, it's, it's the real deal. Uh, you, you see it, you experience it, you feel it even in short stays. I think there's just, there's a little bit of a difference there and, and you can't quite put your, your finger on it. I don't know if it, if it kind of goes back to the history, goes back to the Alamo, goes back to, you know, yeah. these, these big historical events where they just, 
you know, Texans take a lot of pride in, in their yeah. history. Uh, it shows and, and, and now their traditions are, are really deep and, uh, mm-hmm. Texas barbecue is, is, is one of those things. And, yeah. and you're squarely, you know, mixed right in the middle of that, of that culture. You said that you, at one point, uh, we're talking about you made grills or were selling grills. Is that something that you, you still do? Is that kind of yes, what? Yes. Actually, when, um, I start talking to this guy that builds this, these grills that I use, you know, the Fuegos grills, I, I, I started uh-huh. talking to him like a, like a five years ago because I wanted to buy one of those, but he wasn't ready to export. But, and then I start I kept talking to the guy, you know, I wasn't on social media or anything. Right. I just like, mm-hmm saw his grills on youtube i think and uh but then we kept talking about it and and then we we talk about the possibility to bring them here you know and uh and, and i was like finishing a, a job that i had you know and uh, and i said okay I, I can i can we can talk about a possibility of bringing the grills you know i uh, mm-hmm. that's fun to do right sell grills you know it's right. like selling wine right <laughs> what a noble <laughs> job right selling grills and so and then when when then COVID happened and and that that was like a, you know all my business were shut down and I was like oh shit so so then I I called the guy and I said let's let's do it right let's do it now because it's and then and then it's when I started I opened the accounts and I started posting like in, in with COVID and I started cooking and I didn't know that I can I make cool videos that's that's a that's a talent that I had that I never <laughs> I never knew you didn't know you didn't know until you did I didn't, no exactly. So, so I started making videos and I started like, a, I started blowing up in, on TikTok first, right? Very fast, actually. Okay. You know, actually, I remember my daughter, my 12-year-old Sophia, she, she told me, Dad, you should post on TikTok. And I was like, what's TikTok? I didn't yeah. know what it was. <laughs> and she told me, no, it's, a, it's, a, it's an app. And I was like, no, no, it's a, that's, a, that's for kids, you know? And then I started scrolling, right? And, and you know how TikTok is, right? And then. Next, and I know. Three I hours three, later, three in the morning, yeah. I was like three in the morning. I was keeping going, and then, uh, then I start posting there, and then it start like, uh, yeah, you, uh, the, right, right away. The, but but the first videos I I was doing Argentinian grill, they were good, okay. but not that good. But then I I understood that uh, that that uh, like the American public they need needs to, they like the videos, but they they. they Kind of like I didn't understand what I was doing because I was cooking with a grill that they didn't know, right? Right. So what I did is start like creating this kind of fusion that I that I do now, right? Because now if you see my content, it's not Argentinian grill, right? That's when I when I have my my Argentinian haters, right? It's like no, that's not Argentinian. It's, I'm not saying it's Argentinian, dude. Right. It's like a, my 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 style is like a fusion between. American barbecue and, and Argentinian asado, right? That that's kind of like a mix, right? I cook ribs with with rubs and and stuff that we don't use in Argentina, but I cook mm-hmm. it on on asador style, right? Like a like with a rack. Mm-hmm. So or I, or I mix uh, I don't know empanada jalapeno popper empanada, right? That's uh, mm. that's probably the recipe that I developed that is most. Uh, explain what I am, right? It's a, right. nothing more Texan than a jalapeno popper, and not, nothing more Argentinian than empanada. Okay, I, you I, make I, them I, together. Oh. Yeah, exactly. So that, that's that sounds... that's actually my life, right? If you think my my wife is Texan, my kids are both. I have business in both countries. I have family and friends in both countries. Like my life is between Texas and Argentina. So, so that that that's what I want to show the people, right? Like. 
so for for folks that don't know what uh, an Argentinian grill or the type of grills that you cook on are like how would you like wh- what are the different types and how do you how, how can you best describe describe those um, well Ar- argentinian argentinian grilling is op- open fire 100 percent. everything is open fire uh and then we have like two two ways of cooking open fire one that is everybody cooks like that that is the, the traditional argentinian cook that is basically a Santa Maria grill with a firebox on the side. Okay. Right? Oh, actually, you can build your fire in another. When, when I move here, I, that's what I have, right? I have a grill and then I, I build a fire. And Why? Because Argentinians, we cook with the coals, with the embers, right? We don't cook with flame when mm. we cook like that, right? When you see the Santa Marias here in Texas or in, in America in general, they build a fire and then they put the, you know, the, they grill up and then they put it up and down depends on the fire, right? But mm-hmm. fire is very is very hard to control. You can control way much better like a like a bed of coals, you know. So that's why you do you 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 build your coals in the fire basket. You build your coals once they have it. You you push them under the grill and that's how you control your fire with the amount of coals you're gonna put, right? You you can do both, right? The grill up and down or with the coals, and then you cook from under direct direct heat from the coals and that's how you can control it that's how you can you can cook like a i don't know slow cook you can cook a tri tip in two hours you can cook uh pork ribs in one and a half hours right but uh and again this is that's that's the traditional way to cook the argentinian and the other way to cook is like mainly we cook uh whole animals is when you cook it uh, that we call it a la cruz the cross Mm-hmm. When you put, you know, that 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 angle grill, right. and then you and then you build a fire, and that and then you cook with flame, but not directly, right? You mm-hmm. you build a fire like a, I don't know, three four foot away. You just put the rack, right? And then you cook with indirect fire with the flame, and that's how we cook normally whole animals or or like a whole rack of ribs, like the whole rack of the of the steer, mm. thirteen ribs. Oh, you wow. cook it like that, right? Uh, what what's that? What are you aiming for if you're cooking, let's say, that rack of ribs uh, mm-hmm. on the cross? Like, what are, what's that? Is there a, you're not cooking to temperature. I know that. But mm-hmm. if you were to take that temperature, like, what, what do you think's, what's hitting that, that meat? Like, what, what kind of. Oh, shoot. Well, that's, that's the thing, right? Uh, again, I, I don't know how to, I don't know how many degrees, but uh, the important thing is, like, not to, not to, um, how can I explain this? You don't have to burn the exterior side of the meat. You're Let's not looking to meat. char it. There's no, you're not looking exactly. to, to, exactly. you're looking because, to make it black. Exactly. Because the, and, and it has an explanation. It, it, this, this is the same for a piece of meat or for a whole animal, right? When you cook that style, what you use is your hand, right? Like I always tell, put your hand right next to the meat. And if you have to take your hand in before five seconds, it's too hot. Gotcha. Right, so that, so so that's that's why the cross you can lift it up and down, right? That's that's how you control it, right? You you don't want to burn that part, because the the you're gonna cook your meat from from the outside to the inside, right? That's that's mm-hmm. kind of obvious, right? But but you need to like the, the the layers of meat are gonna be cooked, you know, because you're gonna warm the first layer, the, then the first layer is gonna warm the the, the second layer. And the third layer, and that, that there you goes, right? So you can have, and, and the temperature is going to transmit through the meat, 
If you, mm -hmm. if you burn, that we have a word for that in Argentina, we call it arrebatar. That's a difficult oh, word. Oh boy, I, yeah, I'm but not it, even going to try it. But that means that means that you overcook the first layer. When you overcook the first layer, you can cook that mother for hours. All day. It won't, like won't not, cook. It won't cook because the temperature is, you're going to seal it, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. So that, yeah. that same concept applies to a brack of ribs, pork ribs, or to a whole cow. So what do you do? You never like heat it. That's why you cook it with the fire on the side and not directly. Okay. You know? So, you know, the, the advantage to, um, in Texas, probably in Argentina, you talked about the size of, of Argentina, you know, going from, yeah. you know, jungles, uh, at, at the, at the North to glaciers at the South. Yes. Uh, asado being a, a, a type of cook that happens throughout the entire country. Mm -hmm. You know, how difficult it has to be much more difficult in the colder months. Uh, I mean, do you guys, is it even when it got cold, were you still outdoors uh, yeah. cooking just with bigger flames? I, I'm assuming more, more heavy coals. Uh, but I mean, that that had to be I, I'm just I'm imagining down near the glaciers and there's people out there trying to cook well, this type of. Yes, of no, cooking. no, that's a good question. Actually, the guys in Patagonia, they well, in the old days, they used to because it's very windy in Patagonia. It's always time, all the time wind. So that's what they cook um, on, on holes. You know, I, 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 I think they I think the indigenous, they, they used to do that. They make a hole, they make a fire and, and inside the hole. And then they check the fire out and they put the meat and they, they put the, you know, they cover wow. it up and they, and then they build that, that fire, they'll build it on top of the, of the, of the soil. And then they cook it like that. Again, oh, wow. it's not, it's not common, right? The people that right. like live in Patagonia right now, they probably, they have better grills than us, but, uh, but in the old days, yeah, they do that. But to respond to your question, Patagonia is our southern part. Uh, I don't think it gets cold like Canada. Or like Chicago. Okay. Even if it's cold, it's not that cold. And, and, <laughs> and the winter probably is like, probably you have like two months, like extreme cold, but it's not like the North here in, in the U S or Canada, right? That, that you, you know, there's no, you snow now and they stay the snow until six months. That that's not, that's not happening in Argentina. Okay. All right. Well, that, that makes me feel better for those, those people. And for us, yeah. and for us in Argentina, South is cold and North is hot. Yeah. <laughs> You think about that? Yeah, closer to the equator. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for yeah. Us, north means hot, and, and south means uh, yeah. cold. Yeah, we're going south to uh, to go to the beach, and uh, and they're going south to go to the penguins. Yeah, to ski. Uh, yeah, that's right. Uh, so now now you're now you're in Texas. So you're you're basically a, a distributor of these these grills, these different the, the Fuegos grill, uh, yeah. and 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 are you selling those kind of direct to consumer? Yes. Or okay, gotcha. Yes. All right. Yeah, direct to consumer. Yeah, eventually we're gonna bring. Actually, it's gonna happen soon. We're gonna bring a container, but because we started this business without money, and when you start without money, you have to, you know, create mm -hmm. your own capital to. So, so we've been doing. We've been selling good. We are not a big company. We're small, but mm -hmm. we were selling good, and now we have enough money to bring a full container. And once that's great, we have the full container here. We can we can sell. The margin is there to sell to stores, right? Oh, that's great. Now the margin is not there to sell to stores, but uh, there's a lot of stores that are interested on, on having the grills. That's great. The time here in Texas has, you said you're kind of addicted to, to smoking as well, or you, you got really obsessed when you first came yeah. to Texas. 
do you remember those those first kind of Texas meals that you had, and what you, what you thought of them? I really liked them. I but but I, the thing is, I, I I lived a lot of Texas when I was living there, and I come in here, right? It's right. not that I came when I came here. I already you already knew the lay of the land. You exactly, knew exactly. Yeah. Yes. But at that least, first at, visit, at, at that, that very part, first right? visit, that very first visit when your wife brought you home. Here's my uh, my Argentinian honey. And okay. uh, and okay, took you to, took you to your favorite first barbecue spot. You you're gonna laugh about this one. So she was living in a in an apartment closet, that kind of condos, right? Condos, how you say? It? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So when I when I was here, I, she didn't have a grill. So I said, okay, I'm gonna go buy a grill. Well, I have to grill. You know, it's it's, it's not right. an option. I have to, right? So so I remember I went going to I think Walmart, right? No, and I bought a Weber. First time in my life that I saw a Weber. Mm-hmm. I saw it in movies, you know, you know, but yeah, I, for, I, an iconic, like, the kettle. Yeah, yeah exactly. But, but in Argentina, we don't have that. So, so I bought a Weber, I bought charcoal, I bought the meat and everything. So I, I light the charcoal up and I was, and it was a briquette, right? And, uh, and I was waiting to the charcoal to get red, right? <laughs> so I went forever. And I was like, it's not getting red, not getting red. Like, uh, because it's like, that's another thing. In Argentina, we think that the the like half. Do you know when you have like, like lamb charcoal is half half lit, half you know not. Mm-hmm. So that 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 like uh, get some gases right when it's burning okay. the charcoal. So we don't, in Argentina we don't like that. So we use the charcoal when it's red. Until it's not red, hundred percent we don't use it to cook. Interesting. That's why we that's why we build the fire on the side. But I don't know hmm. if that that's uh, that's pretty that's pretty. <laughs> That's pretty crazy, but it's like that, right? So I was waiting for that, for the briquette to get all red and start cooking. So, of course, when it gets red, it gets like a white and it was already ashes, right? So I, I ended up finish, finishing the, the asado in the, on the oven, right? And I was like a big failure. My first asado in the U.S. was uh, terrible. Oh. It smells you, like fuel. Oh. Do, you, do you still believe that about charcoal like that it releases that gas like is that something that your palate can can taste or you go oh that wasn't that coal wasn't fully burned i can taste something to different be, to, to be completely honest with you um i don't i can't taste it but okay. it's in, but it's already in my dna i can't change it <laughs> it's like i don't know it's like i can't i can't do it that's why when i smoke i do i use wood I can use like charcoal, like burning char- charcoal, right? Okay. Or so I, you you make a uh, kind of a fire, like a like a uh, do you use like on these big cooks? Do you guys make a barrel uh, and make the coals in that barrel, or are you doing each individual kind of fire pit and grill with their own kind of depends what we are fire? doing, right? But a lot of the I, I don't mind putting I don't mind putting coals when I'm doing a whole animal, right? Mm-hmm. I don't put I don't mind putting there because it gives you more strength. Yeah. Being a guy that cooks with coals, I mean with embers, the the lamp charcoal, the ember of the lamp charcoal is going to last longer. It's going to stay bigger, mm-hmm. right? And it's going to have more power, let's say, right? Yeah. The firewood, the, the embers of the firewood are going to be smaller and they're going to, you know, they're going to last less, right? right? So what I like to do is to mix lamp charcoal with firewood. So then you have the strength of the of the of the lamp charcoal, and then you have the flavor of the wood. So I don't mind mixing it, right, on the side, right? I mix it on the side, and then I shovel them 
Do you teach classes, live fire classes? You know, I really want to do that. I have to, and, and you won't believe how many people. No, I, I, I would. I mean, because this is, this is fascinating, yeah. you know, because I started this podcast conversation saying that I'm intimidated yeah. by, by what you do. You, you, you talk about it, you make it sound really easy, uh, but I don't necessarily believe that. Uh, but you know, oh, it, it but, is. I promise. I promise you. I'm gonna, you're, we're gonna cook cook someday together, and you're gonna cook, and, and you're gonna see how easy it is. Yeah, but I, I I have to imagine there would be a a line full of people that would, you know, if you could find the yes. spot that they would show up and they would spend a a day or two with you and do some live fire cooks and um and really just have a I, I think a honestly, blast. Honestly, I, 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 that's okay. It's a business, right? You can do a business, but uh, you can make money out of it. But honestly, I. I I, I love that. I I really really like cooking for people, but mm -hmm. I, I enjoy more teaching, right? Uh, uh, yeah. Explaining what I do, everything like, like that. For me, is uh, for me is is that, that's why we keep doing events, right? Because honestly, we don't financially we don't need to do the events, and there are a lot of work. But uh, that's mm -hmm. when I talked to my wife, and I said I I like it. I like yeah. it cooking for many, many people. You know, that's that's what I like to do. There is something satisfying getting to the end of that, you know, where you know people have thoroughly enjoyed that. It's a labor of love for you and that crew. People are satisfied. It's the some for some of them one of the best meals of their lives, and they're and you you were part of that. You were part of that yeah. that magic yeah, that cool. night. Um, That's exactly you, right. You mentioned uh, spice rubs. What you how do you treat? the meat before it goes on for an asado versus what Americans traditionally do? Asados is, is um, if I have to define asado, is, is simplicity. Everything with the asado is simple. Uh, we don't season the meat, we just put salt. We don't, you know, in, in Argentina, we eat a lot of, uh, how you call it? It's going to sound gross, gross, but it's insides, right? We eat like a, you mm -hmm. know, the sweetbreads, you know, and yep. all. And blood sausage and sausage, which a lot of that. So that that's already very flavorful. You don't need to put anything. And yep. for the meat, again, we we just use salt. Some crazy people use pepper, and uh, some open-minded people use pepper. <laughs> very progressive, uh, then, very progressive. The yeah, pepper yeah, users exactly. in Argentina, they're they're a little. And, uh, then, uh, and then uh, and then at the end, once it's done, we have the the chimichurri sauce. Some people use it, some people not. But the chimichurri sauce is something that you put after. It's not as is, and um, and that's what I, and actually that's one of the things that I get more obsessed with, the seasonings. When I came here, right, it's like I just wanted to try. I just want to be like understand what the flavor, the, the different uh, flavor profiles were, right, and the techniques on smoking, right. For me, it was like a new world that opened to me, right. And actually, that's that's how I created this product, the chimichurri seasoning, mm -hmm. the dry chimichurri. That's the story how how it was created, because I was smoking a I was smoking a pork butt, and I and I and I and I said, what if I create and I and I like to make my own seasonings, right? I was mixing everything all the time, and I tried to copy some seasoning that I liked, and then um, one time I said, what if I do like a chimichurri? I get all the ingredients, but dry, and I do a, mm -hmm. a, a rub with with chimichurri rub, you know, because chimichurri is a sauce. 
Right. Nobody, nobody in Argentina have it dry, right? Actually, again, my haters in Argentina, they every time they see me using that, it's like blasphemy. Yes. <laughs> you should, you shouldn't be Argentinian. You know, return your passport, right? Stay, yeah. stay in Texas, never come back. <laughs> you have to love the haters, right? <laughs> but, uh, but then, then I, I smoked that pork butt with the chimichurri rub, and it was like awesome. I, I really like it. And then I kept doing that, right? I, I, I did it for a, for a long time. And one time I remember that I, I, I made a batch, a big batch of chimichurri seasoning. And then it's like, and, it, and it's not like you cook pork butts every, every week, right? So, right. You know, yeah. okay, what I'm going to do with that? I'm going to say, should I save it? But, you know, it wasn't enough for another round. So then it's like, I said, oh, let me see this. And then I put vinegar and I put oil and I said, holy shit, we have something here. And I never, after that day, I never did uh, chimichurri fresh again. I always use it like that. I make a big batch and I, I always have something here. Some people came over, make chimich. And then when, that was eight years ago. But Wow. But and when did, you start, when did you start uh, bottling it? Um, well, when, when this, like, uh, when I start getting all this following and stuff, uh, and then I start like, uh, I start like selling grills. And then I thought if I can sell, if I can sell $2,000 grills, what if I have a $10 product, right? Yeah. And, uh, and then I started, and then I started bordering myself, buying the labels just to, to do like a tryout, like a, not how you say, mm-hmm. a test, test drive. Yeah. And then I started selling it, and everybody was loving it. Everybody was loving it. So I, I just found a copacker here in San Antonio, and uh, I started like making it like officially. Yeah. And it's uh, and, uh, it's, it's it's growing. It's growing. It's keep growing. Uh, and I'm very excited about the potential of this product. And how many products total do you have now in your in your spice rubs? Well, I have the I have the chimichurri spicy, the the original. And then I, I came out like a, a few months ago with a Texas salt and pepper. Mm-hmm. You know, we had to throw the, the Texas there. Yeah. And then I, then I, that's something that I, that I, we use, it's very, very common in Argentina. We use like a coarse salt that mm-hmm. we call sal parrillera. That means grilling salt. Okay. But in Argentina, we have 20 different brands, right? It's just salt, you know, it's like right. nothing, but it's, but again, we use it a lot. So and it, nobody's done just salt here. So. They have finishing salt, like flavored salt, but like a salt, like a coarse salt that has the, the perfect size when mm-hmm. you when you salt the meat, like a, and you're, you're cooking like a tri-tip or something, you know, because of the size, it's very difficult to over-salt it. The, the meat, I don't know why, but the meat is going to absorb whatever it needs and the rest is going to stay up. Hmm. So, yeah. So that's those are my four products. The chimis, of course, are like... The main ones that everybody's, yeah. yeah. I have some yeah. big guys make them, using them, you know, and having all this good feedback about it is, is pretty cool. Yeah, it's great. That you know, if you're if you're in that grilling scene on on Instagram, there's a good chance that you've seen somebody using that uh, that chimmy yeah. rub. Uh, it, it always it always looks looks great. There's and the more you talk, the more there is just that that undeniable Texas. Argentinian connection. You know, you're just yeah. talking about the seasoning and saying that in Argentina, it's very simple. It's salt. You know, the progressives yeah. use pepper, but in, in Texas, a true Texan is going to use yeah. salt and pepper, whether it's pork, yeah. whether it's beef, whatever, yeah. that's, that's what they're going with. It's, yeah. uh, the, the similarities you were, 
you were born to live in Texas, in Argent- <laughs> Argentina. I, yeah, it's, it's it's crazy. Well, um, what what still excites you about cooking? Like you know you you obviously it's it seems to be just in your DNA, but there's you know you could you could say you've cooked enough, but there's something in in you that that makes you want to cook a lot. What yeah. what is that? Well, I think I think it's it's the thing that you just explained, right? It's like uh, because it's uh, and, and what I said at the, at the beginning, right? It's it's part of our culture, uh, the Argentinian culture. It's like uh, you know, welcome people, show them, you know, it's it's our way to to tell them, okay, I appreciate you, right here, right. you know, it's it's our way to show appreciation for for me. I don't know, may, maybe it's for that, right? Because it's, it's not just cooking, it's a meal. It's something that you put more more into it, right? And, and having people cooking for people, like you just explained, like saying like people enjoying it, you know, and uh, and telling you, you know, that's the best meal I ever, like, I don't know, maybe it's a kind of ego thing, right? That you have to feed your ego. I don't know. But I I, I still love to do that. I still love, I, I like to, we're coming out with a, with a project with my son, with my oldest one that is 18, we, we're gonna, we call it uh, the live fire experience. Um, so nice. we're gonna do like, um, we, we actually do a private events. We do, uh, we do that, but we wanna do like, like this thing that we can be, we can be whatever, right? Because we are, we are, when we do events, we are self-sufficient. We take the grills, we take everything. We don't need, we don't need water. We don't need electricity. We can go anywhere and we can cook and we can put like a eight course meal, everything open fire. We can, wow. we can blow your mind with anything we need. Uh, we don't need anything else, right? But we, we want to do like, a, we want to start going to cities and do that, this live fire experience. But it's, it's going to be more like high end, right? It's not, okay. it's not going to feed, I don't know, 50, 100 people, you know, charge, you know, good because it's going to be yeah. a good experience. Yeah, it's going to be a great meal. Yes. A great meal, you know, like a, I don't know, four hour meal, you know, we're going to be there. And uh, and again, everything is going to be open fire. The grills are going to be around the people. We're going to be cooking. Uh, so it's going to be like a, like a, again, like a, that's the name is perfect. The live fire experience, you know. And, I like it. Uh, yeah. We and need that's, uh, that's, we need to get you to Tennessee to do that. That's what, yes, that's what well, doing. that's the plan is like that, right? It's like um, my idea. That's why that's why my son, the eighteen year old, he's he's involved, right? Because I wanna. But if we can manage, you know, like uh, like that, making a brand out of it, you know, and then we travel, you know, to Tennessee, we do three, four there, and then we keep, mm-hmm. you know, the kids keep going, and uh, and I came back home, you know, and I fly there. Uh, that's pretty cool, and connecting with all this barbecue family that is so awesome. Right, I don't know. Yeah, in, in and every city in the U.S. and Canada, I have somebody that I know because of Instagram or, or TikTok, or and that's pretty cool, right? And and they can help us cooking, and that that's that's one of my dreams, right? Like like travel around the country cooking and and, showing and, and cooking with your family and getting kind of the next generation going, and oh, yeah. so it's obvious that he that he loves it as well. Yes, that's yeah. great. Actually, that's why he I, we started again, right? Because when I started with the private events, it was more like, you know, we needed the money. You know what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. right after COVID, you know, we were like, okay, okay let's do this. You know, it's going to help define it. But then, you know, everything went back to normal. My businesses reopened. So I stopped doing them and uh, because there are a lot of work. And then my son told me, okay, I want to do it, you know, 
dad, let's do it again. You know, why, why we don't do more events? And I said, okay, listen, if you can manage that I just go and cook and you do all the legwork, everything else you do, you know, you, you know, you, you take, because it's a trailer full of grills. We, we put a show yeah. on there. We, we take eight grills. We wow. have to take one quart of firewood. It's a, so I said, if you're, if you're into that, you know, you clean later, you know, do the shopping, you know, everything. <laughs> said, if I, if you can manage that, I just go and cook, uh, let's do it. And we did it. And then, and now we're partners, right? I, I partnered with him. I said, so he's That's excited great. and he, and he can sell too. So we, now we're oh doing boy. two or three. <laughs> and now it's like, oh shit. <laughs> hey, tranquilo, tranquilo. <laughs> you know, what would be a, a, a great idea is to, is to come to Tennessee do one of those events and and kind of pre-sell those grills. Oh, yeah. So you know, so then the grills that you use, somebody comes and picks up the next day, and they and they take them home, and then you 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 have some grills shipped to the next to the next city, yeah, and you go yeah. there, and uh, and you've got eight people that have bought grills there, and they've already been broken in and christened by you yeah. for an amazing meal. <laughs> uh, you know that I might buy one of those if you came to Tennessee. So. Um, that's not right. Well, well uh, I, man, I've loved our time. I, we're going to move into kind of just a, a little bit of the we're, we're running down here towards the end, kind of a bonus okay. section. Uh, these are questions that I just kind of ask everybody. It's, it's not new to podcast and uh, original. But one thing that I do like to ask folks that are, are really experienced cooks like yourself is just a go-to uh, rib technique. If you were going to just go out and cook ribs for your family, and this is what's unique for you, is you have the the choice to go, hey, I'm going to go kind of American, and this is the way I'm going to do it, or I'm going to cook asado style, and this is this is how I would do it. So if you were going to go cook ribs, I'm coming over to your house, you're cooking ribs. What what are you doing? You mean pork ribs, right? Yes. Pork. Yeah. 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 No. Yes. Hundred uh, percent asado, open okay. fire. I would do it. I would. I I like to. I like to season my pork. Okay, like so you pork. would use a rub of some kind. Yes, I like. To, I like to use like a like a sweet and spicy rub. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna leave the membrane on. Are you taking notes? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I you know, I mean, a little bit. Yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna leave the membrane on. I'm gonna season just the the meat part, and I'm gonna okay. cook that side, the bone side. With the membrane, I'm gonna cook it like I like I just told you, just with mm-hmm. the heat of the embers below, and I'm gonna cook it in that side, at least one hour. Okay. One and a half hour is even better. So, the whole rib is gonna cook like 85 to 90 percent of the cook is gonna be done on that side, and then I'm gonna and then I'm gonna um, and that all the seasoning is gonna you know suck mm-hmm. in because all the all the heat. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and then I like to flip it and I cook it for 10 more minutes, maybe 15. And, uh, and then I like, if, if the, 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 my guests like it, I'll put barbecue sauce. But that flipping at the, at the end, and that's, yes. just, you're just going to kind of, kind of crisp up that side a yes. little bit, get yes. a little bit of, a little bit of char. Exactly. That, and, that, that sugar on that season is gonna, is gonna brown a little because, that's that's an important thing about the difference between open fire and, and smoking, is the the heat is more aggressive on the meat. Mm-hmm. Makes Again, sense. even if you control, it's gonna be more aggressive. It's more direct. You know what I mean. Yeah. So so if you flip it for ten minutes, you're gonna brown it. You're gonna you know you're gonna caramelize that that exterior. Yeah, 
And so I leaving that membrane, yeah. m- leaving the membrane intact is almost providing a little bit of insulation there, exactly. uh, an, 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 an additional barrier for the heat to have to exactly slowly right. travel through. Exactly right. That's okay. that's why we need in open fire. We need bone. We're friends with bone. We're friends with fat. We're friends with membrane. We're, we're friends with skin on the chicken. So all of that is going to work in our favor. They're going to add flavor and they're going to help the cooking process. Great. And the membrane, yeah. when if I cook it that style, uh, the, you're going to eat the membrane. Not, you, the membrane is going to be crispy. It's going to be mm-hmm. delicious. Or even you can, I, sometimes you can even taste it because it's so thin. It you know, just almost, yeah. It just it disintegrates, right? Yeah, man. Because again, so because people take the membrane off and I have so many comments about that. I, I'm done responding that why, why I don't <laughs> take the membrane off. But again, if I smoke, I take the membrane off. I like it because when you smoke, you're not going to, that skin is never going to get so crispy, right? Right. Yep. Totally. Yeah. All right. Uh, uh, some quick questions. What type of music do you listen to? Being uh, from Argentina, 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 <laughs> and, uh, and now living in Texas, what's, what are your music tastes? Well, I grew up listening uh, listen to rock and roll, 80s, okay. 70s. I like, uh, I like all rock and roll. American English on my favorite band is ACDC. Yeah, believe right. it or not. Actually, in Argentina, everybody likes uh, 80s rocks. Uh, we grew up and listened to that. Uh, I like Led, it. Ze- Led Zeppelin. Yeah, and then uh, right. Pink Floyd I like, you know. All right, you're a rocker. I like it. Yeah, I, I'm very open on my on my music taste. Then when I was growing up, I, I more like uh, on my 20s, I started with reggae. And, and now I'm kind of like, like country. I'm a country guy. Now, uh, now, are you a classic country, or are you listening to the new stuff? Uh, more, I like more the classic. I, I don't know much about it, but I, I'm, I'm all the time listening to country. If you see my content, I switch from ACDC to country <laughs> on my <laughs> on my music. But no, I, I'm again, I'm very open on music. I don't like reggaeton or, or like oh, all of that bullshit, but uh, or cumbia, but uh, but I'm very open on music taste. Cool. Uh, when you're grilling, what are you what are you drinking? What are you sipping on? Red wine. All right, I like it. What uh, what varietal? Uh, do you, do you have a, a preference? Is it kind of is it Argentinian Malbec? Is it? A- well, I, I I really like Malbec because I grew up with that. But uh, I'm very again I'm very open to to any wine. But but I think I drink a lot of Malbec. But I, but I'm going to explain this to you because it's not because it's Malbec because it's cheap. I found out no. I found out that the Malbec and I, and I talked to a few wine experts and they and they agree with me. If you buy, let's say I love the Napa Cabernets, right? I love mm-hmm. the Syrah yep. well, yeah, yeah. But I think, I think, and again, I talked to some guys that understand. They, if you wanna, let's say, wine uh, a fifteen dollar wine from Spain, Italy, Argentina, Chile. You know those those fifteen dollar wine are super good quality for that price. Mm-hmm. You know a fifteen dollar Malbec probably has the same quality of a forty five fifty dollar Malbec. I mean Cabernet, Cab. but yep. because of the different exchange rate, you know what I mean? Because it's cheaper in Argentina, they buy it for one dollar, right? That is a lot of money yep. down there. You know what I mean? And, and yeah, uh, that makes sense. Yeah, so that's why I that, that's why I drink more because. Again, when you drink a lot, like me, you know, <laughs> I don't drink a lot, but I drink a lot of wine because I—that's what—that's my drink, right? Like beer. So, so when you when you buy a lot of wines every every week, you wanna you don't wanna 
spend fifty dollars in every bottle, right? Right. No, you for know? sure, for sure. So, so you don't have to. <laughs> I, I like I like Malbec as well. I think uh, it's even gotten more expensive though. You know, yes, probably yes, even when yes. you first came to the states, uh, it was yeah. cheaper. It's it's kind of it's gotten its own little following. People have, are on to the game a little yeah. bit, uh, and and the people that market it know that, so they're charging more now. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, do you, do you have any other hobbies? If you're not cooking, are you doing anything, or is it all just is your life just around live fire? Or do you out, go out and play golf? Yes. Well, I I stopped playing a few years ago with when when. When COVID happened, I stopped playing golf. I don't know. I have to go back. Yeah. But yes, okay. I, I, I like golf. I like playing golf. I like I like shooting guns too. Okay. Yeah, you I'm are. Sorry, yeah. You're right. You're in the right spot, man. You're in Texas. Absolutely. Uh, but, but the worst part is that I like shooting guns back there, right? Back back <laughs> when I was in Argentina, right? That is, yeah, uh, that's what that's what I mean about the two places being very similar, right? Absolutely. I I totally totally get it. Uh, is there anything that you've not cooked that you still want to? Well, you know, I, 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 I cook a whole cow a month ago. So in that event, so that was, a, for me, was a live goal. Yeah. And, uh, and that for me was like, uh, pretty much it. I can tell you. That's great. Like that, not, not many people can say they've done that. Yeah. And it came out super good. I was so nervous, man. That That's so a lot of money. I, I get nervous just cooking a brisket, <laughs> but yet you were cooking the whole stinking cow. Well, we got it donated, right? Like how about it? But still, you know, we, we had five people, 500 tickets sold, and it was, I can't fuck up this one. <laughs> Damn it, I got, no, honestly, Joe, I couldn't sleep for a week, man. I was so nervous. And, uh, That's a lot no, of pressure. It, it, came out, it came out super good. for And for me, that honestly was like a... That's it. I, I I'm not the kind of guy that when I buy a like, cook a zebra, right? I don't give a I don't I don't care. Right, about right, that. right. I, I'm a, I wanted to cook a cow, and now if you ask me, I wanna I wanna perfection that live fire experience that I'm talking about. I like it. I, I, I'm more focused on, on on believe it or not on the sides that I I think in every dish, or the, or the right meat for you know like I'm more like. In, yeah. I want to, I want to, on each piece of meat, what's the best side uh, to make, right? Like, uh, what goes, I, I'm, I want to, I want to like master that, right? Like this goes good with that. And, and also like, what's the best meat, right? Like, I don't know, Iberico pork, grass fed from Argentina, prime, prime from Texas. I don't know, Wagyu from whatever, right? Like, uh, yep. tell me a time you just, you just cooked a whole live cow, crushed it, turned out great. Uh, tell me a time that it didn't go right, like a blooper that you just wish you could have back. <laughs> well, let me think. I'm I'm so good at it, man. <laughs> that's, <laughs> and that's and humble too, that, and really humble. That's an Argentinian token. No, no. Honestly, <laughs> nothing like nothing like bad, like a, nothing big or bad or on a on a big event, but. Uh, yeah, I, I, sometimes you you fucked it up. Yeah, some but I, I don't, again I don't remember it specifically, but but sometimes you know like uh, you drink too much, you know, and then you forgot, you know, you, you, and you something got a little overcooked. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Or sometimes I oversalt. You know, sometimes I like, yeah, probably oversalting things are probably is my worst okay. uh, mistake. But it's very easy to oversalt, right? That's why I have my my salt now that I'm. I like it. Uh, so if, if, 
if I said to you, hey, you can only eat barbecue from one region, what would it be? Now, normally I'm talking to somebody who's just an American cook. Uh, and so I'm saying, you know, one region, is it is it kind of the Carolinas? Is it Texas? Is it uh, that kind of Kansas City style? Uh, but for you, it's, you know, yeah, Argentinian, say, Argentinian yeah, asado. Yeah, 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 yeah 100%. Yeah. I mean, and again, I, I'm, I don't think I'm qualified to to talk about the difference, you know. I, I know the difference, but I'm not an expert on, on saying, okay, no, I like more the Kansas City style. I, I'm not... Uh, I'm not there yet. Yeah. Give me some time. All right. <laughs> I'm going right. to, I'm going to, no, honestly, I, I, I like, again, I, I'm talking about seasonings. And sometimes people ask me to talk about seasonings and I'm, and I'm very careful to talk about stuff that I'm not really sure. Right. I don't, so again, that, I, I that's wise. I yeah. That's wise to not uh, try to fake it and, and exactly. just make a statement exactly. about spices just because they want to hear what yeah, you have exactly. to say about spices. You yeah, might. exactly. If you ask me what is, what what is better, what type of barbecue, I'm again. I understand the difference, but I, I'm I don't think I'm qualified. I I didn't I didn't eat enough or try enough to 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 put like a right. Right. Well, uh, the 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 name of the podcast is "May the Smoke Be With You." Obviously, it's a little bit of a it's a parody of Star Wars. Uh, a little bit of homage there. Uh, are you a Star Wars fan at all? Of course, I like it. I'm not a big, fan, big fan like you and Mel, but uh, but I, of course, I like it. I... <laughs> Mel from Dark Side of the Grill. So, do you do you have a favorite movie that you saw, or they, do they all just kind of they're like, oh, they're all fine? What they, on the Star Wars? Yeah. Oh, I, I like the originals, right? The, the three, the the first, the three, original right? trilogy. Yeah, I can support that. The, the Return of the Jedi is, I think, is my favorite. Yeah. Okay. Uh, do you have a favorite character? Um. What's um not Luke um Han Solo? Yeah, Han Solo, yeah. He yeah, I feel like like somebody from Argent Argentina <laughs> should have played him, you know. Because <laughs> he he's because, a little because the shitty not shitty space. Yeah, he's he's a he's a little sure of himself, I would say, right? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what's what's next for you? We talked a little bit about the live fire experience, uh, what you're doing yes. there with your son. Uh, anything else that you've got going on that you want people to know about before we say goodbye? No, no, that's that's about it. Uh, now, now I'm gonna focus on on on, on more of my content, right? I'm, uh, I think uh, I think the social media thing is getting super super crazy on a good way, right? Well, mm-hmm. in any way, but it, I think it's uh, I think brands now are very into it right everybody's jumping on social media so i think it's going to be a lot of opportunities for creators uh to make money out of that right get exposure and and Mm -hmm. get some good deals Uh, i think i think uh yeah if if you guys are doing content in any level i think it's time to to put more time on that because it's going to be everybody's talking what cool it is and how big it's getting i think it's gonna get even bigger and bigger on the next years so so i'm gonna focus myself in that right on that's great and you you've got an 18 year old that can probably help you do that as well well he's no not not he helps me in other stuff my daughter helped me on 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 the okay it's a family affair i love it yeah that's great well hey thanks so much for joining me i really do appreciate it Uh, Folks, if you are not following Al, be sure to 
get over on the socials, follow Al Fergoni, and uh, I'll put all of his links there in the show notes. Uh, but it's been an absolute pleasure getting to know you. I uh, look forward to the day that we do get to cook together. That would be a blast. And yes. uh, thanks for joining me. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure, man. Thank you. And as always, folks, may the smoke be with you. Thanks for listening to the May the Smoke Be With You podcast with Joe Levitt.